Let's talk about building websites for other businesses. Now, chances are you started building websites for one of two reasons. You either like to code and love creating a full project, or you're a designer who had clients asking for a website. The thing is, no matter if you're a web developer who turned to freelance or a graphic designer who creates websites for their clients, you're doing them a huge disservice if you're not taking care of this one big thing. The website copy. I spent a lot of time reading Facebook group posts, looking at social media, and just listening into the conversations of website developers and designers. The biggest struggle that they face, they don't know how to handle the copy. In fact, many of them are relying on their customer to provide that copy and complaining about it. And the fact that it takes their customer a long time to get them copy for their website. And to that I say, well, duh, of course your client doesn't know how to get copy for their website. Of course they're going to struggle to provide that and take a long time to get it back to you. They might know their business, but they likely have no idea how to translate that into effective website copy that's geared for SEO and conversions. And it's overwhelming. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why copy matters so damn much, how to write copy that sells, and what you can do about it in your business. Ready? Let's go. You're listening to the Digital Masters Growing Your Web Dev Business Podcast. I'm Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. I'm a web developer, copywriter, and digital marketing strategist and educator who's been working in the industry since before Facebook business pages even existed. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that you can use to improve your own web design business and make more money with every website you build. So here's the mo- thing that most people don't understand about websites. It's not about the design or how it's built or really anything else that feels fun. It's all about the words on the page. What gets someone to go from questioning to sold? It's the copy of the website. It's the ability for the business to showcase that they, in fact, understand their customers' problems and actually offer a solution to that problem. Even when you're shopping on Amazon, how how often do you make a purchase just by looking at the pictures and not reading at least part of the description? I mean, really. But especially for smaller businesses that have to build up the trust to make that sale, website copy is what's driving your browsers to take any action at all. SEO starts with the search engine's ability to crawl and understand your website. Now, if the words on the page don't tell Google what a website is about, you're going to struggle to get ranked at all. Copy is where your targeted keywords and key phrases get used most. It's where Google and your customers understand what your website is about, and it helps it show up for the correct search results. Now, writing website copy is not about writing for Google. 
Back in the old days, about mm, 13 to 15 years ago, I definitely worked at companies that wanted me to keyword stuff and include our targeted keywords as much as possible on the page. However, that barely worked then, and it certainly does not work now. Website copy is all about writing for your customers. If you're answering their questions and keeping them moving through your site, Google sees that and rewards your website. Think of it this way. If someone clicks on a search result, barely looks at that page, and then hits the back button straight back to Google, then Google knows that that site did not answer the questions of their searcher. But if they spend time on that page, click around, maybe even make a purchase or fill out a form, well then they know that their searcher's questions are getting answered. And really, that's all Google wants. Copy though is really, it's all about increasing conversions. You can have a beautiful design, a site that loads quickly and works effectively, but if the website doesn't move the browser to make a purchase or become a lead, well, then it's failed. The only way to really move someone through sales funnels that you're building is to have the copy that tells them exactly what problem your client is solving and how their solution works for them, the browser, the prospect. Your copy also defines the purpose of a website and what defines a conversion. As you know, conversions are not always about the same kind of sales. For many of my customers, they need to get a phone call or a lead form. For others, they want direct e-commerce sales. For some, they just want more people walking through their physical locations doors. The design and the code don't really tell a prospect how they can work with your client. They don't take the prospect through the journey and get them to the destination your client wants. But the copy does. It tells a prospect exactly why, why they would want to work with your client, what your client can do for them, and how to work with your client. Now, if you're not answering these questions, you're going to lose prospects to a competitor's website. Okay, so we know the importance of website copy and what it can do for our customers' businesses. But what makes website copy go from drab to something that actually sells? Now, I talked about this in episode nine in a bit more depth, but let's break it down a bit. Now, first, you need to define a website page's purpose. Think back to when you started a new website project. Chances are you've created some kind of sitemap or structure for the website, so you know what pages to include in the website. Now, one of the first things you can do is to define the purpose of each of those pages. What are you trying to get a prospect to do when they're on that page? What's the main goal you're trying to get them to accomplish? Now look, you can have a few goals too. For instance, on many home pages, you're going to want your prospects to click through to maybe one, two, three, or four services, or sign up to, for a lead capture of some kind. 
On an individual service page, however, you might want them to fill out a contact form or maybe directly buy a product. When you know what you want prospects to do on the page they're on, it becomes easier to focus the copy towards that goal. Now, next, you have to focus on the problems the brand solves, not its services and features. So after you've decided what that page is supposed to solve, what you want to address, you next want to address what problem you're solving with that page or service. After all, people don't really care about what you do, but they do care about how you, you can solve a problem that they are having. Now, headlines and the copy throughout the website need to answer the pain point this business solves. Focus on the benefit of working with your client rather than the features of the, that they offer with their product or service. For example, most of my clients don't really care that I build them WordPress websites with contact forums, blogs, and say five main pages. What they do care about is that I build them WordPress websites that they can update themselves without ever touching a line of code. They also care that the website I build them will always deliver their contact forms without any issue and can express their main services and parts of their brand story. So make sure you're digging deep and asking why and showcasing exactly how the client solves that problem. Why does that problem matter? How does what your client offer help their customers? How does this service or product help them solve that problem? Now, next, you have to write in the target market's language. This one seems logical, but it's incredibly hard to do even for me. Remember that the target market speaks a different version of English than your client does. They have terms that they use for the problems that they have, and your client's technical jargon probably doesn't align with that. So do some research on Google, social media, message boards, communities, and see how their target audience is talking about what their pain points are. You can actually use keyword research tools and plug in a competitor's website to get you started. Google will provide a list of keywords it feels are being targeted, and then you can dive deeper from there. Now, remember, your customer is the expert in the service they're providing their client. Sometimes that means they've gotten a little deep into their own world and forgotten how their target audience actually talks. Now, as an outsider, it's even easier for you to break down those differences and help your client understand their target audience even better. Doing the research can help you help them change up how they write and speak to their target audience, and suddenly they're able to connect better with them. This part of the copy phase can be invaluable to your client's social strategy, email marketing, paid ad strategy, content strategy, and more. So don't discount how important it is to help them with it. Now, next, you have to make the copy scannable and easy to read. No one wants to land on a website and read a novel. You need to make your copy easy to read, easy to scan, easy to get to the point of what your client is saying without someone having to read every 
single word on the page. How do you do that? You introduce sections with clear, concise headlines. Keep paragraphs short. Include bullet points and lists to break up the text and add sections of bolded text. Now, if you go to this article on my website, you're going to see sections of bolded text throughout the article, and you'll see it's easy to skim. You have to make the important pieces stand out. Think of website copy like a college textbook. No one is going to read every single line of that thing. They're going to skim. Just make sure that when they skim, they're getting the important pieces. Okay, so that's a basics for improving website copy. But what do you do about the problem of copy with your business? Now, chances are you may already feel a bit more comfortable with tackling website copy now after today's episode, but that doesn't mean you know exactly how to handle it in your business. The answer, though, is to never hand the website copy off to a client and wait for them to give it back to you. Unless, of course, your client is a professional SEO or website copywriter themselves. There are, of course, a few ways that you can approach handling website copy, and they don't all include you writing and having to learn a whole new skill set. Now, of course, number one, the easiest answer to this is to write it yourself. Listen to this episode and take notes. Go back and listen to episode nine. Get comfortable doing keyword research and practice. The key with writing it yourself is following a process each time. That can help you this make a whole lot easier than what you're thinking and make it a whole lot easier for you to tackle this yourself, especially as time goes on. You always want to start with the copy before you ever get to design or development, however. Now, when I write website copy for my client, at this point, we've done our kickoff call, we've created a sitemap, and we've discussed, you know, the long-term goals and visions of the website. And once I have that sitemap, I create their copy document. And it's literally nothing fancy. I'm just creating a document in Google Docs. But this document is separated out into the individual pages of the sitemap. I include the title of the page, the meta title and description, and the URL, and then I write the copy for the page below that. Now, Google Docs allows you to format for headings one, two, three, and so on, which makes it super easy to translate to the designer later. Now, I often start with the client's current website and pull what I can from there and start editing. Then we have an interview where I dig into their business, how they sell their services and products now, and what they feel like is working and not working. Starting writing before the interview lets me know kind of what questions I already have, which honestly speeds up the entire process. Now, we usually go through a couple rounds of revisions with the client, making comments before we've got everything approved to move on to design. Okay, so that sounds easy, but I'm realistic and I understand that I've always been a writer. I did, after all, get my degrees in literature. 
If writing just isn't your thing, or you simply don't want to devote the time to it, I highly suggest finding a skilled website copywriter to partner with on projects. Now, you can still run the interviews and all the communication with the client, but that copywriter will be able to bring everything to life for you. Plus, when you're hiring a professional copywriter, you've added a huge benefit to your business. That means you're increasing the value to your customers and you can charge for that value accordingly. Now, one thing to keep in mind, if you do hire a copywriter, you need to bring them on at the very beginning of the project. Don't hire someone when you have design done and a website mostly built. Chances are the best copy is not going to fit in those spots that you filled with lorem ipsum text. Bringing a copywriter on on at the beginning will help you design the website around the lead generating copy, which will increase conversions. Besides, a professional copywriter is often going to have ideas that you might not be thinking of. Get your money's worth and bring them in as soon as that website contract is signed. Now, while this isn't my favorite method, helping your client write the copy can be effective if the client doesn't have the budget for a professional copywriter. So you start by creating the sitemap and getting the pages approved. Then you want to create that Google Doc and fill it with the copy your client already has on their existing website, if they have one, or put in dummy headings. Now you can give them notes throughout the document asking for their benefits, how they solve a problem, why they're unique, etc., and let them answer. The key here is that you'll need to edit it to make it more concise and ensure they're not using technical jargon, but it can certainly relieve some of the pressure on you for writing the whole copy document from scratch and it lets your client feel involved in the process. And when you're giving them this kind of direction, it makes it far easier for them to help you with the copy and it doesn't feel so overwhelming to them either. Okay. So why do I say that if you're not writing the copy for your client, that you shouldn't be building websites? Honestly, because they're not the expert. They're not going to know what to do to create copy that's both suited for on-page SEO and that's going to increase conversions. Since 99% of business owners want their websites to one, be found on Google, and to increase their revenue in some way, well, if they're writing the copy, that's not likely going to happen. Thank you all for listening to our episode this week. If you want to catch more Digital Masters, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app or visit us at digitalmasterspodcast.com. If you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing, follow us on Instagram at digitalmasterspodcast or visit us online at becomeadigitalmaster.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.